And that's what I want people to take home is, you know, I used to, when I was younger, I used to think like, okay, I have this, there's only one good way to work out. There's only one good way to express my fitness. And this is how you have to do it. This is the most optimal way. This is the best way. And what I've learned over time is my goals change over time. The way I express my fitness changes over time. My needs change over time. And so I used to get caught thinking there's only one way to do everything. But the reality is there's ebbs and flows in the fitness yeah. journey. It's not, especially if, you know, we talk about this all the time. If this is something you're going to do the rest of your life, explore different avenues. Have fun with it. I think we get so locked into, well, weight training is the best way to do it, and that's all I have to do. No matter if I'm scared to do it, no matter if I don't like it at all, weight training is the only way. Now, I have my opinions that weight training is valuable and everybody should do it, yeah. but it doesn't mean that I can't explore other avenues either. All right, Ty, I want you to take a little uh, trip down memory lane. The first time you, maybe the first time you stepped into a gym, but the first time you really like took on a workout program. Mm-hmm. Take, take us back to that. What, what was the, uh, paint the picture for yeah, us. Yeah, so freshman year. Um, high school. Yeah. Freshman year of high school. Uh, I, in eighth grade, um, my, the the city I live, or the high school I went to had a wrestling coach uh, that did a good job of implementing like the elementary schools and junior high and all that, like kind of feeding in and um, kind of getting on the same program. So like eighth grade, we kind of like dabbled a little bit, but not really. But like freshman year was when I was like, all right, uh, I need to, I need to do something here. Mm -hmm. Um, I had just finished wrestling season my freshman year and I wrestled one sixties. Um, and so I was like six two one sixty. Is that, I don't, I don't forget the context of what freshman year was like. Is 160 big as a freshman? Um, I forget. I was tall. So yeah, I was tall. Six two sounds really tall. Yeah. I was like um, five, six my freshman year. Yeah. I, it was pretty, I mean, I was the biggest freshman on the wrestling team at that point. Um, I would say it was one of the bigger kids for sure. Yeah. Um, but I was like stick. I was a stick. I'll show you. Yeah. I'll show you some pictures. I'll, I'll, I'll track them down. But um, it, uh, wrestling at 160 meant I was like 170 and I'd cut to 160. Um, but I just got like overpowered. I mean, I was a good wrestler, but I just got like tossed around. And, right. and coming out of wrestling season and then looking forward to the next football season, I was like, all right, I, I got to do something. So training for you in that time was all about I got to get stronger. Yes. I got to get bigger. Yes. Got to get more lead, lead in my pencil, as they say. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, oh, but oh my gosh, I had no clue. No, like, none. no clue. I was so lost. Yeah. How were your coaches at that time? Um, the people that were guiding you through the workouts? Uh, so it was, at the time, the varsity D-line coach, who would eventually be my head coach, loved him. But it was old school. Like, mm-hmm. we had bench squat cleans written on a card. And it was literally the same workout. It was eight, six, four, four, failure, 10. Like Hmm. for every single workout, it was the exact same. And you would just change the numbers every time you would hit that on your, on your failure set. If you got four, then you would go up. 
Yeah. And that was it. Right. That was kind of the guidance. And he, he write the workout down, um, but it was, and, and I love him. And he's like one of my favorite coaches of all time, but just, I don't think knowledge was really there. Right. So like form, technique, equipment. What's, what's that? Well, see, <laughs> what language are you speaking? I know, I know. <laughs> it was all about, I mean, it was, the, it was the cleans where like you wouldn't even rack it. You would just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just you know, get the it. momentum. Right. And, oh, dude, it was. And squats was, had nothing to do with parallel. It was like <laughs> how wide you could get your – it was just bad. It yeah. was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So that was your first experience with training, uh-huh. physical fitness. Uh-huh. First real experience, I guess. Yeah. And your goals, like you said, your goals were strength, yeah. size. Yeah. How did that evolve? How did your goals evolve either through high school? Maybe it didn't change mm-hmm. till college. What mm-hmm. – what, what, was the evolution there? Yeah, and, and, and I, I kind of bag on on the the technique and all that and bag on the sophistication of it, but it worked. Yeah. I mean, in like 18 months, I guess, I went from like 170 pounds to 220 pounds. Dang. Um, and so it worked. So you were as how old? As junior. As a junior, you were six two. Year I played. Uh, I moved full time to defense, and I was still playing quarterback too. Full time to defense, I played my junior year at two twenty. Six two two twenty as a yeah, junior. As that's, a junior, that's a stout dude. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and then just it was really still about strength. And I mean, I was. I was very, very superficial too. So it was yep. also like I still wanted to look there good. There you go. Right? There you go. And That's I, what I'm know, getting at. I wore the. I wore the. Um, I should have wore probably a large, extra large, but I was wearing small and medium Hurley shirts <laughs> <laughs> with the puka shells. What are your puka shells? Choker oh, or loose? Oh, oh the, not loose. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it lined my my neckline. Yeah. It, it was. It sat right on the neckline of the Hurley shirt. Right? You're. Uh, you're. you're Arteries were oh, being clogged dude. a little bit by and that. And then, like, having gone through puberty, like, I'm going – so sweaty pits all yeah. day long, just extra tight shirts. But, hey, I was filling them out. <laughs> so it started with I want to get bigger and stronger for yeah. sports. Uh-huh. Then it evolved to, well, now I still want to get bigger and stronger, but yeah. now I want to look good. Yeah. And then what was the next step? What was the next step, whether in college or after? Yeah, I would say going into my senior year, I was like hyper, hyper, hyper focused on appearance. One of my senior trip mm-hmm. and following wrestling season. So March to June, um, literally I was working out probably six hours a day. Jeez. Um, you know, also I, I knew I was going to Fresno state. So it was like, all right, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But like the, after school workouts, I had weightlifting during the day and then I would work out right after school. And then I go to the gym at night, mm-hmm. like for three and a half months, me and my buddy. And, um, that, last workout that night was all all for show um but then when it really took a turn was when i got into college um i had a strength coach that probably didn't wasn't any more sophisticated than the high school coach i just mentioned it was all about numbers and it was all about maxing and it was all about squatting deep go heavy pulling his life It, it was it was a really bad system but what saved me was a guy named moses cabrera Moses now currently is the head strength coach for the New England Patriots and has been there for a number of years. Um, And he was a student of, uh, of lifting, um, 
of fitness, just overall. And it was the first time in my life I realized how important nutrition was, how important technique was, how important patience was, like the fine, fine details. So he took a group of us, there was like six of us, that were allowed to just literally not even follow the regular program, and all we did was lifts with him. And it was like very, very, very technical. Mm. Um, and, but that was when I learned that str- like weight training wasn't just for looks and strength. Mm-hmm. It translated to mobility. It translated to explosiveness. It, it just translated to a bunch of different mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So, okay. So we've, so in that short, what, four, eight year time period, yeah, you've yeah, evolved was, now yeah, three, like five years, yeah. five years. You've now evolved three different times. Yeah. In those five years. Yeah. Okay, so what was the next evolution of your fitness? Yeah, then it was post, and that was a lot of Olympic lifts, mm-hmm. um, a lot of Olympic lifts, a lot of core. Um, then you get into the next phase, and the next phase for me was like uh, NFL, like pro day training. Mm-hmm. And that was just different. Yep. It wasn't, it wasn't as much of a load. It wasn't, and now it was, okay, how does lifting translate to conditioning? How does it, how does it translate to stamina? How does it translate to speed? And so now first time I'm implementing like pool workouts, Mm -hmm. um, I'm implementing, um, like higher repetition, um, like endurance type lifts. Um, and then it wasn't like, Hey, focus on this one lift. Now I'm supersetting now. Um, now I'm like focusing on complimentary, not just doing full body workouts every day. Now it's like complimentary lifts. So like on chest, you're supplementing back. Right. And, and it was just a, it was a more focused on performance and like 100%, like how fast can you run a 40? How fast can you run a shuttle? How high can you jump? Um, and then now can you go move on the field? Mm -hmm. And so um, that was, that was a, and I used that really for, um, you know, the first six years or so after college, which was when I was out, um, and I did a lot more running too. Mm. That was where like the speed training, the cardio that really, that really picked up. And, uh, and I used that for the first five to six years after college. And then as I went later on in my career, I kind of adjusted again. Mm-hmm. And that was, okay, hey, I'm a little bit older. I've got to be a little more conscious of, um, of how I'm moving, how much energy I'm expending. And like, all right, now it's, now I'm in a position where I need, I do need more power. Like it was great to be in good shape and good condition. But now when I'm going and kicking out a 300 pound defensive end, I need to be able to move him. Mm-hmm. And I need to be able to like provide some power. So I went back to a power, power type of program for the last like four years of my career. Yeah. And then you retire and then you transition into yeah. civilian life. Oh yeah, dude. I was, <laughs> and then I transitioned to elliptical machine with like short shorts, <laughs> tank tops and a headband. <laughs> what were your first like fitness sessions like though, when you were done? Um, I, it was, a, I went back to kind of the functional stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I said, I'm never going to back squat again. I'm <laughs> never going to power clean again. Yep. I'm never going to do any of these. Phase. I'm never going to do any of these. Like, I just want to look good. So I was hundred percent on workouts that translated to appearance to appearance, um, which lasted about a year. Yeah. And then, um, 
Then you took some time off. Yeah. And then I was sporadic and then it was still appearance, right. but it was like once, twice a month I'd get in. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then I'd have like a, a week where I was good and then I wouldn't go for two weeks and you know, we talked about it, but it was, uh, it was very much appearance. And when you're married and you have kids and you know, you're starting a new career appearance, in motivation, although that was my motivation, order of importance, it slid down. Right. And now you're in more of a functional type approach. Functional. You're trying to do movements that translate to your everyday life. Yep. And, yep. Yep. Exactly. And you're, you're doing that through CrossFit, but yep. the, the overall methodology yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's that. Athletic. It's, yeah. Mobility. Exactly. You know, still, still want to look good. Obviously, yes. everybody wants to look good uh -huh. naked, but. Uh -huh your goals have changed a little mm -hmm. bit and the way you approach those goals have yeah. changed a little bit. Yeah. And that's, I think the take home point that I wanted to, to nail down is we just went through very briefly your entire fitness journey mm -hmm. and your goals change four five, six different times over the last, what, 15 years, uh, 20 years yeah, or so 20 years. Yeah. And that's what I want people to take home is, you know, I used to, when I was younger, I used to think like, okay, I have this, there's only one good way to work out. There's only one good way to express my fitness. And this is how you have to, this is the most optimal way. This is the best way. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned over time is my goals change over time. Mm -hmm. The way I express my fitness changes over time. My needs change over time. And so I used to get caught thinking there's only one way to do everything. But the reality is there's ebbs and flows in the fitness yeah. journey. It's not, especially if, you know, we talk about this all the time. If this is something you're going to do the rest of your life, explore different avenues. Have fun with it. I think we get so locked into, well, weight training is the best way to do it, and that's all I have to do. No matter if I'm scared to do it, no matter if I don't like it at all, mm -hmm. weight training is the only way. Mm -hmm. Now, I have my opinions that weight training is valuable and everybody should do it, yeah. but it doesn't mean that I can't explore other avenues either or as well i've done yoga in my life i've done pilates workouts i've done group fitness i've done boot camp i've done every i've tried every single form of fitness almost imaginable except for like orange theory i haven't done that yet but yeah i've done that yeah but it's because i've come to the realization that there is no one certain way to get there mm -hmm. it's what do i enjoy what am i seeing results from mm -hmm. and what can i stick to that's really all that matters. Yeah. And we get in these little, it's almost like the tribalism even bleeds over into yeah. fitness. It's like, 100%. well, you're doing CrossFit. That means you, you know, whatever. And, yeah. and if you don't do weight training, that means you're weak. And if you don't yeah. do yoga, that means you uh, it's stiff. Right. And, we just get yeah. all these uh, super, you know, narrow minded yeah. mentality on fitness. And it's like, it just, it changes so much throughout your isn't life. Isn't that, isn't that like, such a good depiction of really kind of where we're at at the country in the country too. For it's like sure. whatever side you're on at that moment is, is like the only right side. Right. Like without even taking it, like without even looking at other things and, and how often do we switch our perspectives? Like how often do we like change how we think and you learn something different mm -hmm. or you're exposed to something or, and typically it's like somebody you trust who maybe has, made the move, then you're like, Oh, maybe now I'll mm -hmm. try it. Yep. Uh, I mean, I can't, I can't tell you how many people like, and talk about fitness. Like I was anti, I was on the other side of the aisle from CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And then I, and then my wife tried it and she loved it. And I'm like, all right, maybe it's, maybe it's worth giving it a try. So then I tried it. And then 
multiple people that I've told like, Hey, you know, I, I do it. Cause of course, like, you know, you don't do CrossFit unless you talk about CrossFit. I mean, that's the rule, right? <laughs> so, but like talking about like the, what it's done with me and then now like people that used to hate on CrossFit, just like I did now absolutely love it. Yeah. And then, but then there's also some people that have tried it and be like, mm, not really for me. Like I actually really do enjoy running and that's what they can be consistent mm -hmm. with. But it's like, it's such a, in fitness. Yeah. Like the tribalism, it's like, Oh no, 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 no. It's, bodybuilding that's the only thing that like you actually see results you know because if you increase muscle mass you reduce body fat and it's like okay yeah there's truth to that but like if if you can't stick to something you're doing it just because somebody tells you that it's right if you can't stick to it it doesn't matter because that's not right for you in that in that phase of your life right. so it's not something you can sustain it's not something you're ever going to see results with and that's where i was at it was like i kind of went to that bodybuilding deal after i retired it was all all just like physical appearance but i i didn't have the mentality of like hey i really truly want to track my progress i want to track my strength i want to track my nutrition like in order for bodybuilding to actually be effective like those are all things that like need to motivate you and it mm -hmm. didn't for me yep and what what finally clicked was a little bit was community and competition. Like those are the two things that like clicked for me in my fitness in like taking the turn and that's what works. Mm -hmm. And then with that nutrition has bled over recoveries has been a big part of it, which brings us to my next point. And we've got to thank, you know, our, our partner sleep number for sure, because that was a big part of our recovery. And you know, the, the sleep number 360 bed has been a game changer for, for Tiffany and I, and just our recovery because now in the evenings we look forward to going to bed. Mm -hmm. We look forward to getting in. And now it's not like, hey, I'm laying out on the couch and I'm gonna um, you know, watch TV until I get tired and I'm gonna go to bed at 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Now it's like kids go down, we have like actual adult conversations, we get stuff ready for the next day, and then it's like, boom, bedtime. Like nine o'clock, we're in bed. Mm -hmm. And thanks to Sleep Number and the Sleep Number 360 bed, we now, like that is a big part of our routine and we get to track it on the app. And I mean, we had, we were just with a bunch of groups, uh, a bunch of um, NFL players and former players this last week. And like all of them, like uh, same deal. It's like, man, this has been a game changer in our family. But like on my journey, CrossFit is the avenue that was right for me at that mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. and is right now in my life. And again, it bled over into all of the supplemental deals, including recovery, which I, I overlooked even through my playing career. And I look back and if I had a sleep number 360 bed when I was playing, mm -hmm. I just wonder, Yeah, it, you know, it's could have, should have, would have, but like, right. I really wonder what it would have been like. Yeah. And I'd have been this aware of recovery. Right. Oh, and that, and that's where I am now. And again, I think just as you evolve, as you get older, as you, you know, things change, that's where I am right now is, movements that are going to translate to my everyday life but then the recovery aspect and injury prevention yeah that's huge for me right now yep. i don't want to have you know debilitating knee injuries or low back injuries like a lot of people i want to be able to move i want to be able to squat down and pick up my boys and throw them around i want to be able to live my life in a way that's healthy that's yep. pain-free that's that's what my goals are currently but i mean as recently as a few months ago for years i'd been more of a bodybuilder type phase, which at the time was great, mm -hmm. but it, you know, looking back on it now, it wasn't the most functional and it was, you know, super strict movements and, you know, really concentrating on muscle contraction. It was great. It was fine. I loved it. But 
now my goals have evolved because my priorities have evolved. Yep. And so that's my hope and my encouragement is, you know, when you're beginning your fitness journey or if you're in the middle of your fitness journey, things change and that's okay. Yeah. Your, your goals are going to evolve because if this is something you're going to do the rest of your life, it's more than likely you're not going to stick to one. Yeah. And if you are sticking to one, that means you're deficient in other areas. Yeah. So if you're only doing bodybuilding from now and now, if that makes you happy and that's what you want to do, go for it. By all means, do it. Yeah. But just understand you're sacrificing in other ways. Yeah. And so that's, that's where I was so close-minded early on in my fitness journey was yeah. that there's only one way to do it, the best way to do it, the most optimal way, and yeah. that's all I've got to stick to. Yeah. When in reality is there's so many different ways well, that you, do, you can and, do this. And you, we, we discussed this. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we played softball. And um, even as much as I love CrossFit right now, and I feel like it's super functional and it like, applies to a lot of things, like your point of like you, you could possibly be deficient in other areas if you're only doing one thing. And that's all you stick with for, you know, your entire journey and playing softball, like swinging a bat. There's a rotation that was a, a movement that I have not done in a while. And like I tweaked my like ribs, like back and ribs. And it was it was interesting because it was like, man, I thought like I'm doing a total a wide range of movements. But I'm like, I don't do any rotation, yeah. like no rotation at all. And so, again, being conscious of that and, and a, saying, okay, hey, this is the phase. If I golf a lot or if I'm playing softball or if I'm doing things like rotation, rotational like flexibility and rotational strength is important. And, and again, whatever applies to you in that point in your life, like, yeah, maybe it's flexibility. Like, it's just something that I really need. So, like, yoga needs to be a supplement mm -hmm. to what I do and adding things in and understanding that, like, I don't have to be all in on one thing all the time. I mean, you want to be, but like that doesn't mean you can't, okay, sprinkle a little orange theory or sprinkle a little marathon training or sprinkle a little yoga or sprinkle a little bar class, whatever it is. Like just be aware of your body and what you're needing for that immediate phase. Mm -hmm. So like for me now, it's like, okay, I'm taking extra time after every class, every single class, and I'm doing rotational work just because I knew I know that that's a deficiency yeah. of mine. Yeah. Well, and on that point, I mean, most strength training programs are deficient in rotational strength, yeah. which is interesting because life is lived three-dimensionally. Yeah. We do so many things in yeah. a three-dimensional, you know, motion, and yet when we go to the gym, everything's front and back. Yeah. And so you're right. You're leaving some things on the table. Yeah. But I just don't want people to get so locked in and so rigid in their thinking that they – Forget that the, the fitness should be, it should enhance your life. It shouldn't, shouldn't be another stress that you add. shouldn't be another thing that you worry about. It should be something that enhances your day. Yeah. So be open to all different ways to express yeah. that fitness. Yeah. I want to be the most well-rounded, like we talked about last week. If you ask, were to ask me, hey, Ben, we're going to go hunting in the mountains this weekend, I'm ready to go. I want to be ready for yeah. anything. Yep. That's, that's my current phase. Yeah of life. So I want to be flexible. I want to be pain-free. I want to be strong. I want to have a great endurance. Those are all the things that are important to me yeah. right now. Those weren't important to me 10 years ago, yeah. 15 years ago, but that's okay. That's where, uh, that's where the evolution happens. And it yeah. just, and it just slowly evolves, slowly change. It's kind of like a flowing river. It's just slowly going to take you, you know, different places and be open to that. Yeah. You know, don't just be so stuck in yeah, one and, certain way. And have humility too, because like, be open to trying something new. Be open to sucking at something. Yep. Because any time that you try something, and don't be afraid to start something just because you know you're going to be bad mm -hmm. at it. Because 
anybody that tries anything for the first time is not going to be good at it. Right. Is not going to be where they're at when they spend time refining it, mastering it, and where they're going to be on the other side. So, like, approach it with humility, too. Don't, don't be afraid to look like an idiot in the gym. Mm-hmm. Unless you're doing, like... <laughs> I was, and the guy. Really bad. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I really don't want to, cause he's in there doing something. But like, there was a, I was in, I was out of town last week and, um, they opened up this like local gym. It was like a, you know, a Y or something like that. It was a little, actually a nice little workout place. And I wish that I had my phone on me, but I was like in the middle of this like workout. So it was like, it was on the floor and it was a little ways away from me, but it was one of those like gym videos that like gym fail like a gym fail <laughs> yeah man like this dude was on a rowing machine and i like i just like could it was literally one of those deals like what are you doing <laughs> like, and in his mind he's like i'm he's, crushing he's it. olympic rower uh, yeah i'm crushing it <laughs> but i'm like what is going on so like don't just go in and check a box like just do a little bit of research on yeah. like how you're supposed to do something look He's in there. Whatever movement he was doing was definitely burning more calories than sitting on the couch. So I'm going to commend you there. Yeah. But just, just maybe yeah. watch somebody that did it right before you. Yeah. No, and, and I'm with you. And I, I worked in the gym industry for five years, and I, I saw a lot. <laughs> I, there was a, quite a bit that I saw. And why is it usually <laughs> men over their 60s? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to discourage, you know, because you yeah. hear that, and you're like, well, shoot, I'm not going go to go. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Do I don't, don't be afraid yeah. to look like Jim Bob did. <laughs> but I think, and we've said it a hundred times and we'll continue saying it because we're the biggest fitness disciples there are. We're spreading the good news of yep. fitness. Yep. There's, you've, you've said three or four, five different points that translate to everything you do in everyday life. Go try something new. Have humility when you're approaching things. Don't be afraid of change. Yep. The gym and fitness are such microcosms of everything you can learn in a controlled environment so many great lessons and that's why we're such big advocates of fitness because it can teach you so many good things Mm -hmm. if you're open to it Mm -hmm. and so the take-home message for me here is just be open yeah don't be so close-minded like i used to be don't don't be so narrow focused on well this is the best way to do it this is the only way to do it open your mind broaden your horizon be 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 good with trying new things yeah and the fitness, your fitness journey is going to go a lot smoother. You're going to get a lot better results because you're enjoying it a lot more. And, and it's just going to be a lot better experience. I mean, who knows, Ben? Like, we may, we may be doing a show three, four years from now. And, like, we exclusively do infrared aerial hot yoga. <laughs> like, exclusively. So you never know what you phase of life. I think I'll be doing bar fitness at that point. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> That, so. The reason I said that gym had an aerial hot, aerial infrared hot yoga class. Oh, dang. Yeah, like you hang on a bunch of sashes and do yoga like really? while you're hanging. Really? I'm, yeah, apparently That's, it's a thing. Hey, I'm open to try. I'm, I'm open to hey. anything once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hopefully that was encouraging. You know, be open to things. That's, yeah. that's the take home point. Short and sweet today, but that's just, that was just something on my mind. That I, I used to be too rigid in my thinking early on. Yeah. And I wish I'd been more open minded early on. Yeah. If you if you're struggling like with motivation, with consistency, and you're like just I think I think you do have to back up and you have to say, okay, what are my goals? Like really truly what am I what am I trying to accomplish? And 
see if the routine that you're trying to follow actually fits those goals. Um, and, and if it does, figure out a way to tweak it so the motivation is there so that you can actually be consistent. And if it doesn't meet those goals, go try to find something else. Mm -hmm. You know, if your goals are, hey, I just want, I want a community to work out with. Like, I want the camaraderie of it. Okay, hey, then maybe CrossFit, maybe group fitness, maybe, um, you know, hit classes, Orange Theory, whatever it is, like something like that, F45. I mean, there's so many things out there. Like, try to find community. You know, if you're wanting functional, like, go do some research. Figure out what it is and change it up. Don't think that, hey, I'm on the elliptical and I'm on the bike and I'm going to go do some shoulder raises and some curls. And that's what I do every day. Like, that's really hard to sustain. Yeah. Like, mix it up. Yeah. No, and, and one maybe one final point on that. Don't hear mix it up with I'm going to do something different every single week. Yeah. You know, I'm going to jump from one program yeah. to another program. I'm going to jump from one way of fitness to another way of fitness. You need to stick to something long yeah. enough to see the result of yeah. it. But the point is, you yeah. know, we're talking years. We're not talking weeks yeah. here. You know, if maybe one to two years you focus on this way and maybe uh -huh. another two years you go on. The, and maybe it's not even that rigid, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's just over time your, your desires evolve. Yeah. But just don't – maybe you don't constantly switch, switch it up either. Think of it, <laughs> There's a think, balance I mean, there. Think of, it, think of it as like a home, right? Like as your family dynamic changes and needs change, your requirements for a home change. Mm -hmm. So you may start in a starter home and then you may be in a transitional home. And then you may be in your family home and then your kids move out. Now you're in an empty nester home and then you're in a, I'm not like retirement home, but like your needs change For sure. and so does your fitness journey. And it's just based on whatever phase of life you're in and what your goals are. That's right. That's right. All right. Hopefully that helps. Hopefully you and you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please uh, help us out by sharing the podcast, subscribe, rate five stars on whatever platform that you're listening on. Follow us on Instagram. We're at one.shot.pod. These are all ways you can support this podcast, and we really appreciate you guys for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your what, Wednesday, and we will see you tomorrow.